everyone, and welcome to another episode of 1923 Main Street. Home of the Disney Travel Podcast with the latest Disney travel news. We are your hosts. I am Mike Bellabratic. And I'm Amelia Bellabratic. And today, annual passes are finally back, but is there a catch? And Disney Cruise Line introduces some new or not-so-new technology. And I like how last week after the show, Amelia said... If you listened to last week's, we were talking about our passes ever coming back because Paris has paused them. Of course, a few days after that, well, almost a week after, an announcement comes out that they're coming back, which we're going to talk about today. Is it worth it? If you're wondering about annual passes, we will tell you all about them and do a cost breakdown for you. But Amelia said after the show, they're going to come out now because all we have to do is say on the show that they're not back and they'll bring them back. And she was right. Exactly. I was so pessimistic. I was like, they're not coming back. They're not coming back. Fingers crossed. And here they are. So Disney... the reverse Disney magic worked. Exactly. The reverse Disney psychology patent pending. So thank you, Disney, for finally doing something right. So we're very excited that this week they're back and they're getting a little bit complicated. But yeah, we're so here let's to explain what's going on. So there's, let's just jump right in. And we really want to, we've been pass holders for years, but we stopped in COVID. And now we get a chance to get back on the train. So, and we did some recent math. So to help you out, if you are wondering if it's worth it. So here we go. So there's four levels of passes. Let's just start with that. There's the Increda Pass, which is the highest one. The Sorcerer Pass. The Pirate Pass. And Pixie Dust passed. Now, here's the thing. Yeah, these range drastically in price from 400 to 1400 And there are additional add-ons for all of these passes. And really, since we, as you know, talk about Disney travel, we don't normally talk about locals. Because, you know, there's local Disney uh, visitors and they're not Disney travelers in the same way. They're not spending weeks in hotels the same way uh, most of our listeners are. But there are many Florida listeners and we, you know, we envy you. <laughs> we could say that. So we're not going to talk about the first two passes because those are Florida residents exclusively. So the Pixie Dust Pass and the Pirate Pass you can only buy if you live in Florida. And the Pixie Dust Pass has been on sale all the time and it has the most blockouts. But there are two when sales come back on the 20th or the 13th, if you are a Disney Vacation Club member. So let's first yeah. talk about the Disney Sorcerer Pass. So this pass is, as it still has blockout dates. It is only available for Florida residents and eligible DVC members. So let me just jump right in there. If you are a blue card DVC member, that's what they mean by eligible. If you are not eligible for membership, extras membership magic extras meaning if you only have resale points most likely you will not be eligible for this pass disney trying to, disney's trying to turn dvc into club 33 but we're here for it and also this pass gives you a max of five park reservations at a time uh but if you have a disney hotel reservation then it is length of stay yeah so, so let's just talk about that because this applies to all the passes the way this pass works is at any time of the year, you can hold five park reservations, park pass reservations. However, if you are staying on site at a DVC or Disney hotel, then you can book for your whole length of stay park days, obviously, in addition to your five days, as I read it. 
Yeah. So if you ever felt like, you know, just hopping down or driving down for a weekend, go to a park for a day, you can do that at any time. If you have a hotel, you can exceed the number. I really hope they're going to get rid of this. Honestly, though, because park passes just... I know. It's they just so need strange. to go away. It's so it's so annoying. But And, uh, you know, hmm. another benefit of all the annual passes now is that they are, I think on April 18th, you can now go into any park after 2 p.m., without having to do a park pass, which is great for our Florida friends because, you know, they might get off work and they just want to go over to Disney World with their Florida passes. Now they can do it without a park pass. Except... I was going to say, I'm hoping there's there's some issues coming up with park pass reservations that affect all of the passes. Yeah, it's only for Magic Kingdom on Saturdays and Sundays on the weekends. You cannot go without a park pass on to Magic Kingdom Which on the weekend. It's probably like the most popular place at the most popular time. Yeah, that's why they, that's why they do that. So you can still go still if you make a park just make a park pass if it's a weekend. That's all. Because yeah. you have, you know, three to five depending on which pass you have if you're a Florida resident. So the Sorcerer Pass has some blockout dates. So this is important to us. We're going to tell you in our terms. So first of all, we're DVC members. I never bought the DVC passes in the past. They actually didn't have DVC. They gave DVC discounts on certain passes. In the past, we always bought Platinum Plus, which was the top tier pass. AKA Incredipass. Yeah, the Incredipass with the water parks and everything add-on. And it had no blockout dates. Because we travel, we just don't want to have to worry about building a trip around blockout dates. But there's a substantial difference. So I guess we'll talk about them both together here. So the Incredipass is the top one because it's pretty easy to talk about. It's $1,399 plus taxes. That's and there's no blockout Thirteen hundred. Yeah, $1,399. So $1,400, as Amelia said. It's open to everyone. If you aren't a Florida resident and you aren't a DVC member, the only pass you can buy is the most expensive pass. Yeah, because of course. So it also has the five days, but longer if you're staying at a hotel. But there's no blockout dates, which we liked. We don't have to worry about. We want to go on this trip. Oh, we can't. So this year, there's a significant price difference between the Sorcerer Pass, if you're a DVC member or Florida resident, at $969, and the Incredipass at $1,399. So we pulled out the old calendar and see what are the actual blockout dates. Now, personally, I think Disney should do blockout date roulette, where you just buy the pass and you hope your trip doesn't coincide no with, the block, with the blockout date. But Disney has provided a calendar, and it's actually better than I thought. Yeah, for us personally, Personal. it works. So I think we're going to go with the Sorcerer Pass. So the blockout dates are, and there's some funny ones here. I was expecting spring break, but it's not. So there's no blockout dates in the spring at all. Well, no, because they'll lose money that way. Yeah. Because then people just won't go. They won't buy the pass. Yeah. I don't think they'll lose money. <laughs> we'll get into it in a minute. But anyway. These are blockouts specifically for the Sorcerer Pass. For the the so- other- there's no blockouts at all on the Incredible yeah. Pass. And Nothing. The two bottom passes have more blockout dates. Yeah, they have these and more. Yeah. The Florida residents will know those. We're not discussing those today, but it's all in our show notes. So if you want the details, go ahead and take a look. So that's pretty much the holidays. July 4th is not, so I was surprised. I looked at that. The time around Thanksgiving is blocked out in November, and Christmas is blocked out into the new year. But here's what's important for us. So I think this year, I'm just doing this by memory, Christmas is something like December 19th to January 3rd or 4th. Something like that yeah, is blocked Yeah, I believe that's out. what you said. If you travel at that time or you want to, you will have to buy the Incredipass, the most expensive pass. We go to Walt Disney World at Christmas. Unless 
we're going to talk about this in a minute, but there is something else that you could possibly do depending on your length of yes. stay. Depending on your length of stay. Now, we go to Walt Disney World at Christmas, but we actually don't like to go for Christmas Day and that week because it's the busiest week of the year, which is why it's blocked out. Yeah. Parks are literally hitting maximum capacity. So you thought fireworks crowds were bad. Uh, welcome to that 24-7. So we looked at this year and the blockout starts, I think, on the 19th. And we're, we're going the weekend before. So 16, 17, 18 or something like that. Yeah, I think it's 15, 16, 17. So it works Friday. perfectly for us. We are okay with the Sorcerer Pass. So we're going to do that. We're going to try that this year. And, you know, there's a substantial savings because we don't go at Thanksgiving being Canadian, our Thanksgiving's actually in October, so it sort of works so out. So if for we us. wanted to go for yeah, Thanksgiving. Yeah, so if we wanted to go for our holiday, we can. So, but just bear that in mind. So, US Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. That's so, true. the major holidays that apply to everyone. So, March break, yeah. spring break, whatever, wherever you are, whatever you call it, that really spans out over five or six weeks, right? So, yeah. it's not like Christmas is Christmas. Yeah. New Year's is New Year's. Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is Thanksgiving. Everybody goes at those times. So that's why they're blocked out. So yeah. if you do not travel at those times yeah. and you're GVC or Florida resident, you I would recommend the Sorcerer Pass. Yeah, but there's also uh, Memorial Day is good. Labor Day is good. Valentine's Day is good. So there are other holidays if you wanted to go, like for if you had a day off or for something special, there are available dates. So it, it's really not too bad for us personally. Another thing to consider is if you buy this pass and you just want to go for, let's say, a weekend trip, depending on how many days you're going, you might still end up spending less than if you just bought the yeah, Incredit so Pass. Let's say our we usually go two or three nights at Christmas, uh, like around a weekend. So let's say it was in the blockout. We would probably still come out ahead, is what Amelia's saying, buying the Sorcerer Pass for less money and just paying for two or three days apart. Yeah, because it is a 400 and almost $50 difference. Yeah, so, so it's a, it's that's a, important yeah, to know. It's a big difference. And that's before uh, the other add-on. So let's get into yeah. that. One thing to note on all these passes, if you want to get PhotoPass included, it's 99 bucks for the whole year on top of the pass price, which I buy just on mine, and it's a great deal for us. And then the other one is if you want water parks, Oak Trail Foot Golf, Mini Golf at, you know, Winter Summerland, all those places added in. That's only another $99. Which is I'm pretty good, all really things Really good if you use them. Yeah, so we do those extras. I just buy PhotoPass for myself, but we get all three of us the other pass. So let's give you the comparison, direct comparison, because we were just there a couple of weeks ago. Of course, passes were not out. So Well, they're, they're not going to do them before March break. Come on, this is the business. So for an eight-day... Like, that's what we buy for a week holiday. So we bought Park Hopper tickets with Park Hopper Plus. It's just 10 plus. Yeah. So that would be the equivalent of adding the $100 on the pass. So we paid $800.66 each. That's what it cost us. The Sorcerer Pass is $969 at $100. So $1,069 for the water parks add-on, just to keep it fair. So it's $250 more. If you go for more than one week, the Sorcerer Pass is worth it. End of story. Right there. Yeah. So if you're wondering, is it worth it? Uh, you know, and even if you only go for one week, I mean, it's, it's not a huge difference. But if you go for more than once, definitely worth it. There is some convenience to having the pass as well. You do get discounts on merchandise and food. Yeah, that's that's a big deal. And there's also shorter lines. They have annual pass uh, specific check-in lines. Yeah. So those who've been... So- <laughs> we talked about last week. I was yeah, so I used definitely... to walking in them. I kept yeah, doing... pass discounts are definitely worth it, especially like Disney merch prices. I would personally go for it. 
But let's talk about the most expensive. You're not DVC. You're not Florida resident. So you're looking at $1,399 plus $100. So $1,500. So $1, Remember, we paid $800 for a week. If you go for two weeks to Disney World, it's worth it. End of story. So it's an easy way to think of it. If you go to Walt Disney World for two weeks or more, any and you know, in a year, the most expensive annual pass, you are still going to come out ahead. Yeah. So that's just a way to look at it. And if, then especially if you live near, now you can add extra weekend trips or day trips yeah. for essentially for free, really. Gives you a lot. I keep talking about the great doing. business trips I'm going to have to Orlando and yeah. you can just hop in the parks. <laughs> Uh, well, after two now, it's not like the old days, but anyway, so that's what it is. You know, it is worth it. If you only go for a week or less, maybe not, right? Which is the way it should be, but it doesn't mean you have to go 50 days a year to make it worth it. If you're a traveler, I just did the math with what we paid and you go for more than a week a year, it's worth, it's worth looking into and getting a pass. Yeah. Another thing to note that I looked into is because we have our next trip booked in August, apparently we're going to test it. When you buy the pass, you have to activate it in a park. But I was thinking, well, how can I book my park passes if I don't have an active ticket? But they will let you book your park passes, even though you haven't activated your annual pass, as long as it's on record on the Disney site, which it will be because that's where you buy it. All right, quickly, Disney Cruise Line launched something called Disney Band Plus, And it looks and talks and acts like a magic band and it'll allow you to open your door and everything. And you can literally use your Magic Band Plus as a Disney Band Plus. Yeah, so we have all the details, but just in order of keeping the show within the time we like to, our 15 minutes of magic. The question is, is Disney Band Plus just Magic Band Plus with fancy Disney Cruise Line designs instead? It certainly looks like it. It can now. It can do some things on the Disney cruise ship. Obviously, it's like Wands and Universal or like Sorcerers in the Magic Kingdom. But so Whatever. can the Magic Band. Yeah. So all you have to do is activate your already purchased Magic Band Plus. You do not need to spend fifty dollars on one with a Disney cruise yeah, ship. Yeah. You don't it. have to buy a second. You can one. if you want to make it cruisy, but you don't need to. So the passes say if you have a Magic Band Plus, you can use it on a Disney cruise ship. And if you have a Disney Band Plus, if you buy one of those because you don't go to the parks, you can use it at Disney hotels and Disney parks and Disneyland as well. So the bands seem to be fully interchangeable. It's very confusing. I don't know why they just gave it a special name. Why wouldn't you just keep everything Magic Band Plus? Because you got to make it just confusing enough so that people will buy. Yeah, this one boggles my mind. It's really unnecessary, just a new skew for them to launch (laughs) instead of just making Magic Band Plus as universal. Magic Band Plus cruise line version. Anyway, so that's what it is as we know. It has, hasn't launched yet, so we'll see if there's anything different. But all their FAQs, etc., point to it being the same thing as a Magic Band. So if you're a Disney cruiser, you don't have to go buy another pass. You can board the ship with your Magic Band Plus, And according to their FAQs on their websites, it will work just the same way. And same if you buy a cruise one, you can use it at parks and resorts. Well, hopefully, and at the very least, it'll bring in more convenience. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening. We are happy that annual passes are back. And finally, we'll, you know, finally. <laughs> we'll see how the purchase experience goes. So thanks for listening. We'll do a follow-up on our show next week. Thank you for following along on social media at 1923 Main Street. And have a magical day. Bye-bye.